Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 postgame show on Pittsburgh Baseball Now. I'm your host again today, uh, Jim Rosati, Northside Notch, with me. As always, lately, is Tyler. Good evening, Tyler. Always, man. Not a good evening. Very good. Just... I'm, I'm yeah. tired of getting on here and talking about bad games. Well, it's, it's kind of rough, too. So this... Pirates lose three to two today to the Washington Nationals. Washington Nationals are a bad, bad team. Um, but what makes it worse is this is four games in a row now. The Pirates have lost by uh, by one run, so it's just kind of wearing on you a little bit that like they're in all these games, but they just can't quite come up with the win. Um, so four games in a row they've lost by one run today. Um, bullpen. Bullpen was the issue, and uh, I know we'll, we'll talk about the bullpen a bit, I am sure, based off of some of your latest tweets. Uh, but, yeah, that was the story. I mean, Miguel Yajore got the spot start today, um, promoted. Uh, he, he, he somehow made his way through four scoreless innings, gave up three walks, no strikeouts, four hits. A lot of good defense, I think, played behind him, to be honest, to, to help him get through those innings, but – the Pirates, I mean, they up until really the the sixth inning, this game was going pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you hurry. I mean, I think we can all say it. He didn't pitch well. Three walks, no strikeouts, a lot of hard contact, doesn't miss bats. Somehow fact, he made it through. Yeah, in fact, the Pirates didn't even record their first strikeout uh, until the seventh inning. So Yohore yeah. went four. Yeri De Los Santos came in, pitched two innings, gave up uh, one run uh, in in those two innings, but he didn't strike out a batter. The first strikeout didn't come until Chris Stratton in the seventh inning. Yeah, it was it was a lot of dancing through raindrops for a long time, and it was just kind of waiting on that downpour to start. Downpour never really started, but man, <laughs> this bullpen it's it's not the first time it's happened lately either. It's starting to build up and well, getting on I, I here and to, talking about it's getting old. Yeah. And I want to, I want to bring it up because like, I mean, the bullpen's bad. It's, it's pretty mm-hmm. well documented. If you look at any, any stat, you know, any bullpen statistic, you know, compared to the rest of the league, the pirates bullpen is anywhere between 20th and 25th in like the categories that you would want them to be you know, rank them. And imagine so if they didn't have David Bednar. Right. I mean, David Bednar is kind of like a, a savior there. I think it was, uh, it was me and Denardo were talking about that, you know, one day was um, <laughs> like David, like this team without David Bednar, I don't know if they'd ever win a game. Like that's, that's how, that's how important David Bednar is to him. But 
but today, I think this is the confusing part to me is like, you know, they got De Los Santos. He pitched two innings. He gave up the one run, but, you know, he got the team to the seventh inning with the lead. So Chris Stratton comes in in the seventh. It's not like he came in and like mowed hitters down in the seventh, but he was able to put up a zero, right? I think my problem now comes into, okay, it's the eighth inning now. And they they send Stratton back out there, right? It wasn't like he just like breezed through the seventh, um, but they put him back out there for a second inning, anyways. And then yeah. once he started getting hit in that second inning and running into some problems, like they didn't do anything. They just they just stuck with him. Um, and and so I get. I, I, I mean, I can't say it better myself. Like, I don't know what clicked with Shelton where he decided that bullpen guys are two inning guys. I know we used to whine about hurdle, yeah. not using guys for more than an inning. Sheldon's taking this to a new extreme. He's using bad guys more than one inning. Like you got lucky. They got through the one inning. Yeah. He just wants to roll the dice again. You're right. I mean, that, that's kind of what it seems like. It's it's like, he's playing with fire every time he sends out these, these guys for multiple innings. There's a few people who, you know, I'm, I'm completely fine with doing it every now and then, yeah. especially if like, if, if, they're not if they're if they're not in the lead or if they like just come out and they just dominate for an inning, right? Let's say like they pitch a scoreless inning and they throw eight pitches, right? Okay, let's see what you know. Send it back out there and see what happens. But like, it, it, Stratton didn't do that in the seventh. He gave up a zero, but I think he gave up two base runners if I remember correctly. I so, so he stranded some guys. Um, and and I, I get it that you know, and we'll get to this. The bullpen is weak, right? So you also run into the problem of who do I even put in here, right? But like even in the ninth inning, the Pirates were losing in the ninth inning and Will Crow was warming up. Why wasn't Will Crow why didn't Will Crow pitch the eighth? Why wasn't he warming up yeah. in the eighth? Like why was why was the eighth inning Chris Stratton's to win or to lose because like Will Crow was available. He was loosening in the bullpen in the ninth inning. Uh, Bucko Mike saying Crow not available. Crow was available. He was warming up. Um, So it's like, if these guys are available, you you got, and what's, what's weird about this is like every other win that the pirates have had this year, you know, Shelton's managing it. Like it's game seven of a, of a playoff series, right? Where like, he's, He's managing it perfect. Like the winds are managed perfectly in that he's setting up these relievers, and he didn't do it today. Um, like I said, you blow it. You blow a game in the eighth inning, and I don't know if Bednar wasn't available, but Crow definitely was. But at the end of the day, you blow a lead in the eighth inning, and neither Will Crow nor David Bednar pitched. So you yep. left your two best pitchers in the bullpen without throwing a pitch in a game that you re- you should have won this game. Yeah, and it's – I can understand – I I can understand if he wanted to save Crow for the ninth because he didn't think Bednar was available. We don't like it, we know, but managers will manage. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Why do you have to go Stratton for a second inning? Cameron View has done nothing but get outs. Go him. I know there's not much else beyond that. You got to go another guy there. Stratton struggled in the seventh. I really would have liked to see View there. 
And there is also, I we'll get there too. Shelton had a difficult day, I think, today. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, and then, I mean, even, I mean, I hate to like bring his name up in like high leverage situations, but like Chase DeYoung has pitched well since being called up. You know, like you've got him. Anybody other than like a, a pitcher who just pitched an inning, he didn't look sharp, but he got you through it. Like, why are we sending him back out there again? I don't get it. Um, yeah, I mean, I understand BD not being available. I understand if Bednar didn't, if he didn't want to use Bednar, but like Will Crow hasn't pitched since uh, Saturday. He pitched an inning on Saturday. So, like, I mean, if you absolutely need to, I have a lot more faith in Will Crow going two innings than, than Chris Stratton at that point. Like, if you yeah. needed to get two innings out of somebody. And to go back to Shelton's obsession all of a sudden with going with these guys for two innings, there's a reason they don't go two innings and there's a reason they're not starting pitchers anymore. Cause if they could, they'd be starters. These guys aren't built to really go that long unless they are really good. Like I understand going David Bednar cause he's an elite relief pitcher. I understand going Will Crow because he's shown that he can do it this year. Chris Stratton and De Los Santos. I can pass on that. We got the one inning out of him. Let's move on. But that also goes back to the fact that this GM has done nothing whatsoever but ignore the fact that he cannot build a bullpen to save his life. It's an embarrassment. This is the cheapest, easiest way to build talent on a ball club, and he just has just turned his nose up to it and just keeps rolling with what he's got. It's pathetic. He should be ashamed of what Shelton has to deal with. I mean, his one, the one bullpen acquisition you can kind of point to from this offseason, the, the, there was one major league signing, and it was Heath Embry. And he's we're, gone. We're, we're June 27th. He's already been released, right? That's how yep. bad of a signing that was. Um, but no, you're, you're, you're absolutely correct. I mean, you've got a lot of people in this bullpen, like Austin Bryce. I didn't even know who Austin Bryce was until the other day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I knew who he was, but I was just like, there's no way this dude's actually going to throw a pitch on this team. And yet he got an inning. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've got a few guys up there. Like I, I would like to see more of cam view. We, we saw De Los Santos pitch with a lead today. So that, you know, I like kind of giving him an opportunity there. Um, cam, like I said, cam views look good in his limited time. Um, and I said, between between View, Crow, and DeYoung, you've got to piece together something for those last two innings. And like I said, I'm not I'm not like saying Chase DeYoung's good by any means, but I I I was not very pleased with sending Stratton back out. That's for sure. Everything that Ben Sherrington has done for this bullpen, aside from acquiring David Bednar as a throw-in has been absolutely pathetic. And he should be ashamed of what he throws out there every night because he's got a bunch of guys that throw low 90s, barely anything off speed. And he's just okay making Derek Shelton throw them because he's got nothing else. It's pathetic. At least Neil Huntington 
would just acquire a bunch of dudes that threw 100. Could they throw strikes? No. Like, Camadero almost killed people, but he could throw 100. That is true. And he had one year where he had like a 350 ERA. That was good enough. He doesn't have enough guys that can get outs. It's not that hard to find guys that can get outs. Go find some failed starters that aren't named Tyler Beatty and put him in the bullpen. This isn't hard. He's not even trying that. Yeah, I, I think that's one thing that the Pirates have kind of lacked in just in their history that I can think of, like recent history, is I feel like like they need starting pitching so bad that like those borderline starters, they just start them until they're out of the league, basically. They don't even really try to convert them to relief pitchers like a lot of other teams, you know, might I'm not do. even asking you to convert them. I'm just asking you to go acquire them. Find the guys off the scrap heap. He's not even doing that. He's just ignoring the position. He's ignoring his bullpen. And they have lost probably uh, how many games in a row have they lost four? Four games in a row, all by one by one run. Yeah. I, at least from the top of my head, two of them are because of the bullpen. Because there's nothing to deal with. Yeah. This now, team was, could be like Bednar, but you could you can chalk yeah. that up to Bednar being overused. Right? Yeah, that comes back to the fact that you have nobody else that can get to Bednar. Or at least you can't get Bednar out there in a high leverage situation and then go somewhere else against the weaker sweater lineup because there's nobody else that can get an out. Because Ben Sheraton has been atrocious at this part. That was my rant for the night. That was your rant. Yeah, I mean they're they are uh, they're eighth in baseball in blown saves with twelve. So twelve blown saves on the year. And when you're uh, when you're a bad team. A blown save means you had a late lead and uh, and you blew it. So those uh, those games hurt when you don't really have a whole lot of wins to to go and get. So, yeah, today actually blown save number thirteen. So thirteen blown yeah. saves. Now. And it's not even like last year where we're hiding guys that are roll five dudes. Mm-hmm. No, they just sign. They I don't even know where these guys came from at this point. He just got them at one point and he's afraid to get rid of them. Because he wants to preserve every freaking 40-man spot ever created. God, it's frustrating. You know what's not frustrating? O'Neal Cruz. O'Neal Cruz's home run. <laughs> hey, that was fun. You know what was frustrating? The fact that O'Neal Cruz should have had his first walk of the year if the umpire didn't screw him. No, you're right. I actually noticed that a couple times today. He, uh, I think it was... It wasn't that at bat, was it? It was Not the one right before. No, it was the one before, was the one before yeah. where uh, where it was like it was like a three. It should have been three one, and it ended up being two two. I, yep. I noticed that it was a low ball, like well below yep. his knees, that he he took for what should have been a ball three. So, like, no, I'm with you there at everybody's ankle, or that might be at everyone else's knees, I should say. Right, um, but no, 110 miles an hour off the bat, 19 degree launch angle. It was just a missile. Yeah. Uh, that that cleared the right center field wall, uh, got out of the ballpark in a hurry. And he just shows you just the talent that he has with swings like that. That's already like, I mean, one, 109.8, let's just call it 110, right? Yeah. <laughs> that if it's 110, that's four, that's four batted balls already uh, over 110 miles an hour from O'Neill Cruz. And that's just, 
ridiculous through seven games or oh, six starts. Yeah. You'd like to see the contact rates come back. But I also think he's a guy that's – I tweeted earlier, he's going to hit home runs in bunches. So I'd imagine two more are coming this week at least. And I think the walks will come because I, I like watching his at-bats, it's not like he's out there putting no. together poor plate appearances. Pitchers are like legitimately just throwing him strikes right now. Um, you know, he's seeing a lot of off speed stuff, but I, I think like the walks will come because I'm not seeing him like chase things. He's mm-hmm. chases a little, but like nothing more than your average guy. Um, but yeah, I, I see the walks coming for him, especially once, you know, once he starts hitting more home runs like that, pitchers aren't going to be throwing the ball anywhere near him. Um, yeah, it's almost but, like it's reminiscent to early like Julio Rodriguez where mm-hmm. he wasn't getting them calls. No, yeah, you're right. It's a good point. And I think it'll come, but once he starts to heat up, just look out. Yeah, and and I I, I feel like I, I mean, like you mentioned today, I think uh, you know, the home runs coming in bunches. I, I could I could definitely see you know like a just a super hot streak coming because he's still hitting the ball he's hitting the ball hard uh, he's not putting together poor plate appearances like he struck out looking in the in the eighth earlier in the eighth today yeah or the seventh but real upset he didn't get that last at bat damn yeah yeah he was on he was on deck in the ninth that would have been nice to see him come up one more time. But no, I mean everything, and he he played a smooth shortstop today too. Like he's he's playing a pretty good shortstop. He really is. It he's silencing everybody who thought that he couldn't play shortstop. He's showing that he is fully capable of playing the position right now. Like there's maybe one play I can think of since he's been up that I was like, yeah, he probably should have had that. But it's also one of those. I don't know if anybody else gets to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think at the very least he's playing it at a major league level. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so like I said, Cruz Homer, I think the other, the other run was, um, Hey, Josh Van Meter sack fly, Josh Van Meter sack fly and Van Meter a double today too. Oh um, my God. It was the weakest hit ball I've ever seen. He made a double. Today. He did make an error in the field. He yeah. did turn a nice double play. So it was a, it was a, it was an interesting return for Josh Van Meter today. It was his first game back. Um, I would imagine we'll be seeing a lot of Josh Van Meter against right-handed pitching, at least for the immediate future. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't see him. That's definitely something really, I need to, do not need to see. Yeah, I just don't see him going anywhere. I, I don't see it. When Yoshi comes back. Then Yu Chang's gone. I don't know. I'd rather Yu have Josh Van Meter. Just, I'd rather hanging. I'd rather have Van Meter than Yoshi. Because at least Van Meter can play more than first base. Yeah, and they both suck. Yes. <laughs> Do we have to have either? No, no, hopefully we don't. Um, but yeah, Van Meter gets to start today, his first game back off the IL. Sawinski with another double. Um, made a nice play at the wall too, I think on a Nelson Cruz yeah. ball. Uh, Vogelbach two walks and in an infield single, <laughs> small ball Vogie, you know, getting it done. But 
I, I, I mean, at the end of the day, the offense still just didn't. You should win a game that you only give up three runs, in my opinion. Yeah. And and they weren't able to to do more than that. So just wow. the, the offense has kind of just been a little stagnant here lately. Yeah. Um, a little bit about my thoughts on Shelton today. Jesse says he thought Chavis would hit for Van Meter in the ninth. I actually thought that Chavis should have done anything other than pinch run. I would have hit Chavis for Perez. That's and, where I would have went. Like, what, and, are, what is Michael Perez doing hitting in that situation? No idea. I understand hitting Hoy Park because he had squared it up a few times. But on no yeah, I have no problem with Perez. No problem Michael with Perez. Perez literally has like a 14 WRC plus. For God's sake, just put Heineman out there. I don't know. I mean, I'm fine with Perez between the two if you're if telling if you're telling me a pick between the two of them i'm fine with playing perez every now and then because they both suck but with michael chavis being available off the bench in that situation you got to use him not as a bench runner no you got to use him as a hitter yeah for, like for just, michael perez you can put diego castillo out there to run you can put anybody out there to run i know but i could have ran <laughs> i mean what was it's I mean, not like van meter is like yeah stupid slow it's yeah, I don't know that Chavis is that much faster than Van Meter. I haven't looked at the sprint speed. Don't really care that much, too. I'm not digging into Josh Van Meter's sprint speed this year. Uh, but it, it just says, Anthony says 14 WRC plus seems high. It for, might be now for Perez. It's, thir- it's actually 13 now. I was gonna today. say, yeah. But yeah, I I just don't really. What are you doing there? You're taking your best bat off the bench and making him a pinch runner with your worst hitter at the plate. I mean, I'm even going – if you're not going Chavis there, you go Castillo. Like, you got to go yeah. with somebody. Yeah, Somebody's you, go you cannot let Perez hit there. He has 10 hits this year. It is June 27th. He has ample yep. opportunity. He's bad. Yeah, he's he's he is not good at all. Yeah, just, uh, I don't. If this is a competitive even team, I'm you losing Chang. my mind right now. I I bet you Chang over Michael Perez. I was thinking about that. I was going down the list of guys on the roster anymore because God can only keep up. Josh Van Meter, thirteenth percentile it. in sprint speed. By the way, I didn't realize he was that slow. He's that bad. He's that slow. That's really slow. Okay, then run Diego. Run a pitcher, for God's sake. That's true. Just put a pitcher in there. Well, I mean, in that spot, maybe not, but. Yeah, Castillo's 52nd percentile. Run Castillo. Castillo. What's Chavis? While you're at it. Uh, I bet Chavis is a little higher because I think he's got – he actually has like a bolt this year. Bolt. I'm now familiar with what bolts are all because of O'Neill Cruz. So Chavis, 89th percentile <clears throat> sprint speed. More valuable to play to me. Although I know it's a righty-righty at matchup. He's not great there. Better than Perez. Perez is a pitcher at the plate. 
you might as well have just bunted him. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm with you there. It was it was a perplexing uh game from a managerial standpoint, from the bullpen decisions to the ninth inning situation there. Um I don't know. You got anything else to talk about? What about how about Miguel Yohore? Let's let's say let's let's spend like a minute on Miguel Yohore. I know we 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 just mentioned the stat line, but he got results today. I just don't know. Like the stuff is just as opposed to Tyler Beatty's very Clay Holmes like stuff, right? According to to Mister Beatty, um, Miguel Yohore's stuff is definitely. Why are we talking not... about Miguel Yohore when we could be talking about the fact that you have been blocked by every single family member of a Pirates player? That was odd. That was just weird. It was one of the weirdest interactions on Twitter I've ever had last night. Um, but, but I mean, just Miguel Yorjore's stuff. Just I don't know how he even like made it to this level. I mean, unless you you have like impeccable command, I don't know how a right-handed pitcher got to this point. Um, and today you good. saw, and t- the curveball's good. But today you saw the command wasn't there. He was still has not been there since he came here. Yeah. No, I mean it hasn't. Well, his first year, I felt like he like attacked hitters, but then he got he got rocked. Um, this every time we've seen him this year, the command's not there. Like he's walking a lot of batters. Um, like I said today, decent results, but his strikeouts per nine now, two point five one. Like you're just you, you can't you're not going to be a major leaguer in today's environment with with numbers like that. Yeah, he's in the big problem. He doesn't induce weak contact at all. Like he will kill you if you have to put him out there for a year. I like your hurry. I like him a lot less now. He's not a major leaguer, and that was mainly because I like the curveball. I like the attacking. Command's yeah. just so bad. Yeah, he gave up some loud outs today. Um, I mean, I just think, in the first inning. I think Anthony does make a good point in the chat, though, that he's not healthy. I don't think yeah, he, he's ever. I don't think he's ever going to be healthy. Yeah. Yeah. How I many Tommy Jones? He had at least one Tommy John. Did he have two? I don't think he's had any. He had one. Maybe he, he had, had one. With, he had one with the Yankees. Yeah, he had one with the Yankees. That would be he it, had, though. But he had the forearm issues last year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know health. I don't know health wise where he's at. Command's just bad. I think he like I said, he he stepped up and he performed well today for a spot start. So you know, I'm pretty happy about that. But uh, yeah, other than that, not not much you know good I can say about him. No, I, I don't think I'm, like I'm not I'm not gonna be banging down the door to see him start again. At this point, I'd rather see Cody Bolton if we're gonna if we're gonna use a spot starter. I'm gonna be honest with you, if we're going that route at this point, I'd rather see Mike Burrows. Oh, sign me up. Sign me up for Mike Burroughs. If we're going down that route, sign me up for Mike Burroughs. 
at that point, you have to clear a 40 man anyhow. Just bring up Burroughs. I'm in 100%. Me and Nerd talked about that. There's no point. Just call up Burroughs. We don't need to see Cody Bolton. The only thing I could see with Burroughs is just the innings. Like, they're going to have to just shut him down here soon. He's never pitched more than 50 in a season, and he's at 60 right now. Yeah, got to build it up somehow. How about Mike Burroughs for a second half uh, bullpen usage? Just give him like an inning or two every now and then. I'd rather just keep him on the track of a starter. Oh, I mean, like that's what he would ultimately be, but – I mean, how how many innings do you think he can actually pitch today, this year, after 50 last year? Eh, I mean, they did with JT Brubaker. I mean, you're thinking, what, realistically? Yeah, he's... 90, like 90 at tops? Yeah, probably, I mean... And then you're... Then next July. Year, then next year's the year where you can push, like, 120, hopefully. Yeah, that's... Annoying. Yeah. Just but that's what happens when he gets hurt. I guess. But like, come on. Let's let's stretch these guys out a little more. I, I get that. I get that. But I mean, if we it, sign me up for a for a second half Mike Burroughs bullpen usage, if we're oh, if, yeah. if the if the innings have to be limited, give me twenty innings of Mike Burroughs in a bullpen out of the bullpen. I don't know, like pumping 101. I watched Brandon Finnegan just like lose his career as a first rounder going to the bullpen right out of the College World Series. And that just scares me for some reason. So many people do it and it works for a lot of people. For the Brewers. For the Brewers and the Rays. (laughs) Rays do it. Yeah, I guess, but. I mean, and I, those are the teams that we need to emulate. Like those yeah, are the two I guess, teams, but at the same like, time, we need to be them. I know how I am. I'm going to sit here and watch him throw like five straight scoreless and be like, "Why is this guy not in the rotation right now? Give me a spot start." Yeah, yeah. And then you you give him a spot start at the end of the year. You reward him with like a nice little Rowanzi Contreras three scoreless inning outing to start the last game of the year. I don't know. This team needs too many high leverage situation pitchers right now. So I don't know if I want to put his arm. I don't know if I want to put his arm through that that right now. Just give him one inning at a time. High leverage. You just, you you make it like an order. Like you aren't using him more than one inning and you're pitching him every four days. No, I'm going to whine. All right. I want him to pitch all the time. I get it. <laughs> all right. Well, again, Pirates lose three to two. Um, you got anything else to add? No, let's today? get the hell out of here. Uh, real quick, tomorrow, tomorrow, we've got 705 game. Can't hear you. Jim's talking to himself. Yep, I'm pretty sure that Jim's mic just cut out. So I might have to do this one by myself. Just waiting on him to figure it out. Oh, there he goes. Let's see if he figures it out. Watch him go. 
Look at him. He's trying to figure out technology. Look at that little face. Nope. Nope. He can't do it. Oh, no. There he is. What a shame. He couldn't figure it out. How about now? There he is. He's back. <laughs> I can't hear you. You can't hear me. I can hear Take him. Take us away, Tyler. All right. We're going to wrap it up, even though I can hear him. He can't hear me, but whatever. He's a grandpa, as AK says. We're going to go ahead and throw that in the chat real quick just to make sure everybody can see it. And we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Pirates lose 3 2. So, or sounds about right. Yeah. I don't know. Game sucked. <laughs> Did you bump the space car, Jim? Probably not. He just doesn't know what he's doing. All right. We're out of here. Peace out, Girl Scouts. And as Jim says, later, guys. Oh, oh, oh.